Independent thought, independent life. This is Chad Benson. I kept my distance, but she still caught my eye. Tell me, babe. Oh, sorry. I was telling the guys I was struggling a bit today. Uh, I'm watching Hallmark movies. <laughs> I got work to do, and I'm like, I got sucked in. I've not seen this one. It's Christmas. I like them. You know, my buddy at work goes, I can't believe you liked us. I said, dude, I don't just like those. I love those. I love those movies. They're stupid and fun and awesomely stupid fun and enjoyable. Yeah, I do. Right? For all the other hell and all. I go through enough. I read enough. I think that's th- this is my joy bucket being filled is maybe the best way to describe this. My joy bucket gets filled watching something silly because the rest of the year it's hell in a lot of ways. I love what I do, but it's all negative. Why? Because negative cells. It's all horrible because why? Because no, uh, horrible cells. It's all divisive. Why? Because divisive works for both sides. It's all it's the way I feel. And the little things like this fill the joy bucket. I'll watch it for a month and a half straight, fill the joy bucket. It's good to last me. It's like the Christmas magic that'll last me throughout the year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. The division that people have, the anger that people have, the 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 insanity of 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 just fighting all day long. I don't get it. You know how lucky we are? I mean, honestly, do you have any idea how lucky we are? That we live in this amazing, incredible country. Would you guys listen to this? We've got a nightmare going on at the border. In Mexico, we meet Edwin and his two-year-old son, Iker, from Ecuador, as they look over at the U.S. for the first time. He's excited because his family has suffered a lot. He's just really happy to arrive. They've been traveling for more than a month, and we watch as they wade across the river. Border Patrol taking in families first so Edwin and Iker don't have to wait long. Agents bringing them up the slope to be processed. Yeah. People are coming here. They're dying to come here. They're risking everything. Life, limb, the chance of being sold into sexual slavery, rape, murder, beatings, all of the... the th- We're so blessed to be here. So that's why my bucket's full. Because I turn around here and I think to myself, you know... Whenever you feel down, whenever you feel like, ah, every once in a while, you got to remind yourself, man, how awesome are we? How blessed are we? How blessed are we in this country to have the things that are available to us? How blessed are we? People are willing to risk everything to come here. Look at what's going on in Cuba. We always talk about a boat race. It is a giant boat race. Grab everything you can. Get the hell out of there. Venezuela. Look what's happening there. Get the hell out of Dodge is what they're saying. Look at what's happening. By the way, Haiti, if you have no idea what's going on in Haiti, just know this. It was already a mess. And I do mean a mess. It's about ready to crumble. It's about ready to fall apart. It's about ready to implode on itself. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, we are blessed beyond blessed. 
And it's crazy. They're talking about, I mean, we're talking about battles in the streets. So there's 10 lawmakers whose terms have expired. That's the last lawmakers. So there's got to be a political transition or the military stepping in. It's a nightmare. And I'm sitting here watching Candace Cameron Bure on the old TV. And she's once again come to the rescue or been rescued by Santa Claus's son. Whatever it is, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Maybe smile. Or she met a royal from some pretendlandia. It's awesome. Sitting there last night, Christmas trees up, right? Some music playing in the background. The kids are playing out back, having the time of their life because we got this new yoga swing and it just became a swing, right? You're supposed to be able to stretch yourself and do it. Yeah, it just became a swing for the kids. And, and, and Charlie's running around. Amazing. Blessed we are in this country. But a lot of people are coming here. And they're coming here in droves. And they're putting pressure on so many facilities on both sides of the border. An unprecedented situation near downtown El Paso. Hundreds of migrants fighting the bitter cold, huddling in blankets. The line to get into the United States snaking far along the banks of the Rio Grande. Migrant facilities now at or over capacity. In just the last week, nearly 7,000 people have been released pending court hearings. Some sleeping on the street in makeshift tents. Man. Think about that. We've got a massive homeless problem in this country, and what are we doing? We're importing more people that probably won't be able to take care of themselves in some way. Some will. They'll have family here. But there's going to be a lot that aren't. But they want that. They look at America as that Willy Wonka moment of golden ticket. That, hey, okay, here's your, here's your, uh, here's your t- pass, right? And here's this, and we'll call you in X, Y, and Z, whenever the hell that is. And you'll have a court date. You're free to go. Oh. It's a free-to-go scenario. And you still don't even know what to do. Oh, my God, I'm free to go. And out you go. And now what? Well, what do you want to do? For some of them, they don't have a plan. For a lot of them, it's just to get here, to put food on the table, to feed their family, to do all of the things. And we sit around here not realizing, I think, how blessed we are. And it's going to get worse, people. It's going to get absolutely worse. And it might be time to let it get as bad as it possibly can be, so maybe the administration will pay attention because we continually put Band-Aids on things. We're never interested in solving problems in the political sphere. We throw money at homelessness. What did we throw last year, 2021 or so, uh, in California alone, about $7.5 billion? Soak that up for a second. It's in San Diego. Beautiful at night in the daytime in downtown. Ooh. San Francisco, disgusting. Los Angeles, seven point what? What have you done? Hmm. Nothing. I mean, we all take we got the money and we 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 bought an area that we've got some temporary housing uh, to help people. And if they follow the rules and oh, okay, we throw money around like you could not believe with never any real fix in mind. And no accountability. 
It's crazy. And yet people are willing to risk everything because sleeping on the streets in America, in their mind, is like sleeping on the streets in heaven. Because opportunities here. Think about that. How blessed we are. We take it for granted, right? We got, you know, people like kids, all these college kids can't get jobs. Well, they can get jobs if they want them, but not those jobs. And they're burdened by so much when it comes to, oh, geez, you know, the loans. We should forgive them. These people are like, I'll come here. I'll do anything you ask. I'll work anywhere you need. I'll work two jobs, three jobs, five jobs. Because it's better than where I came from. And they're going to be coming. And it's time maybe just to let this thing just fall apart. If that's the way it's got to be. See what happens from there. Because the alternative is continually doing the same thing. Homelessness. We'll throw all the money we can at it. Never actually fixing the problem with no accountability. Uh, Immigration. Let's put a Band-Aid here and a Band-Aid here and a Band-Aid here. We'll have 12 different laws that are mostly executive orders that you don't have to follow, and we'll go from there. Oh, that sounds good. Jeez. Blessed. How blessed are we? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. I do. I do. Uh, Sad news yesterday. So I follow this guy and his wife on social media. It's really odd. I don't know. I... He was entertaining, and he would do some dancing stuff. And and Jack and I used to like watching this guy. And and then I, his wife, uh, smoking hot, but uh, and his kids, and they were all funny. And you never know about somebody. And I'm talking about you, Twitch. Come here. He was a mainstay on the Ellen DeGeneres show for eight years. And while the investigation into his death is ongoing, Twitch is being remembered by the show's host. In a statement on Twitter, Ellen DeGeneres saying, I am heartbroken. Twitch was pure love and light. He was my family. And I loved him with all my heart. Twitch, we are not going to ask you to stay with us. Twitch, whose real name was Stephen Boss, was once a contestant on So You Think You Can Dance. He became a judge on the show along with Leah Remini, who wrote his passing will leave a big hole in many hearts. 40 years old. Uh, and again, I mean, you know, millions of Instagram and, and social media followers. Uh, he wasn't just the DJ slash whatever on Ellen. He was a producer. Beautiful wife, beautiful kids, beautiful home. Life seemed amazing night before. People at the hotel, motel where he stayed, said he looked visibly upset. Next day, they went for a well check and he was dead. And they're, you know, they've, the police have already said it's no foul play. He committed suicide. You just never know. You never know what's going on. You know, we were joking a couple weeks ago about uh, Will Smith, but you never know what's going on. It's crazy. And I was like, hey, I know that guy. I've seen that guy a thousand times on my, my feed and, and everything. Him and his wife dancing around. And, and uh, you know, and because uh, I didn't watch Ellen uh, because, you know, she's so mean. No, it's just because I don't watch Ellen. Uh, but it is, uh, it's just a trip. You just never know. I mean, you look in there because I'm looking at my family. I'm having fun last night. And, and I'm like, man, how blessed am I? And you think to yourself, this guy's got it all. And yet at the same time. Something happened, and he fought through hell to get to where he was, and yet something happened.
323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Chicks on the right going to join us. Talk a little alternative media. What they're doing, what they're up to now after leaving the radio world. We'll do that and a lot of other stuff, including my prediction for the World Cup semifinal. How did I do yesterday? Sucked at the first one. Did I do better on the second one? Hmm, we'll find out. RUFFgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Go to Rough Greens now. Get a free bag of Rough Greens. What is that? Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. Canine Vitasmart is a amazing supplement you put on top of your dog's food and it brings your dog's food to life and it is incredible i give it to my dogs every single day my dog doodle is happy healthy blind because he's way older not the best at hearing but he's never been more active and energetic than he has over the last several years and it's all because of rough greens when he was younger we thought about putting him down because he seemed to be in so much pain now no not so much Just happy, healthy. You can pick them up. It's incredible. Try it for yourself. Get a free bag now by going to ruffgreens.com slash Chad. You cover the cost of shipping. They're going to give you a bag for free. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Welcome to the Chad Autonomous Zone. Woo! Bipolar. There's a lot of things that I love about Hitler. No. Bipartisan. Don't abandon. Don't censor. Engage. Yes. The Chad Benson Show, where free speech and uncensored thought run wild. That's crazy. Someday at Christmas, men won't be boys. Playing with moms like kids play with toys. One warm December, our hearts will see a world where men are free. Mm-hmm. I love it. Never charted. Someday at Christmas. Great Christmas song from uh, Stevie Wonder. Uh, reissued several occasions, never charted on the Billboard Hot 100. Best it ever did was the top holiday albums where it ended up at 28. That crazy? You would think that thing. Yeah, I love it because you hear it. You're like, I love that song. A lot of Christmas songs for you. We're going to throw a little Boney M later. Talk about wacky. Boney M was wacky. Speaking of wacky. So FTX guy, uh, still not out of jail, very upset about all the things that he's going through because, you know, the whole thing where he stole everybody's money. The more you hear about it, the more you shake your head. Upset mostly right now because he can't get out of jail because of the whole thing where, you know, he's a vegetarian. (laughs) I mean, did that work? No, it's not working. I was talking yesterday. My buddy's like, do you remember when Floyd Mayweather was in prison? And he said, uh, uh, I don't get enough food in here because, you know, he's a boxer, best boxer, arguably in the world, pound for pound, maybe ever. And (laughs) that didn't work either. And, eh, dude, you're not getting out of jail. And apparently this gets even better. He's such an idiot. See, this is the thing. Is he a mastermind or is he an idiot? He's a 36-year-old man-child that stole a bunch of people's money, pissed it away, 
having fun, running it on QuickBooks and Slack. That's it. Telling everybody what an idiot he was. I think he thinks he could just apologize his way out of this. It's going to be fine. He was telling people earlier in the day, oh, they're not going to arrest me. They're not. And the question is still out there. Why did uh, Jonathan Turley put it? Why in God's name did you not allow him to testify? You, the prosecution. He would have given you everything. Why did you not allow him to testify? And I think, is it political? Maybe some of it. Is it the fact that maybe his girlfriend, by the sounds of it, has flipped on him? And they've made a deal? And there could be other things? I don't know. But he wants to leave because he's the vegan. (laughs) Not going to happen, kid. Chicks on the right, join us. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. Maybe we'll hit him with some wacky stuff. Plus, alternative media. How it's changed what they do. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. That is the uh, uh, great Chad Benson show. I'm kidding, of course. This is what I do here on this program. Joining us now, though, we've got a very special guest. Uh, it's Mock and Daisy. The chicks on the right are joining us. We were just chatting off the air about what I want to talk about. And ladies, I have a real question for you. I've watched some of the Harry and Meghan stuff, and I think it's an abusive <laughs> relationship. <laughs> abusive to us? I think it's abusive to us. No, I'm serious. If it was a guy that was doing what she does, which is separating his family and him and the way that she acts, I'm telling you, that's an abusive relationship. Yeah, she's Yoko. She's like she the, new, the new the new Yoko. She's breaking up the band. Although I, I think like Mock forced me to watch that. She forced me. I was forced into it. This and is a I lie. Got, this is a I lie. Got, I got sucked in and then now and then I watched the first three episodes. But I will say, and she may have a different take on this. I will say at first I, I didn't like her. I didn't like Megan and I thought she was like, you know, abusive and everything. But I feel like um he actually is as bad as she is. I feel like Harry is he had a list because he even said in one of the episodes, he's like, I had a list of what I wanted in a woman. And I feel like he is one of those guys that he wanted to get out of the royal family. And so he saw her as an opportunity, he saw Megan as an opportunity to get out of the royal family and he's like okay i see dollar signs i'm going to get out he's just as opportunistic as she is look he's insufferable i'm not going to pretend that he's not insufferable but i'm just saying from my point of view feels the beauty and here's the other thing how crazy does your wife or your husband have to be where you're like all right your dad's going to be coronated as the king but because your spouse is so nuts, you're not allowed to come. We are letting the child molester come, but not you. <laughs> the fact that Prince Andrew is allowed, and that's completely fine, but the likes of Meghan Markle and and her ballless husband are not. Uh, can I say that? I hope I can say that. Ballless. Um, okay. 
is just it's perfect. And she was so rude in that doc in the first three episodes of the documentary with the whole excessively aggressive curtsy. And like his face during that was so uncomfortable. So cringe. The whole thing is a train wreck that we cannot look away that we cannot look away from. Yeah, I know. It's and it's been, not it's politics, which is normally the train wreck we all deal in talking to right. Daisy, the chicks on the right. Uh, so uh, let's talk about it. We were joking earlier because the world's going super, super solid. Right. You know, it's everything right. looks great. Rosie, you know, no such thing mm-hmm. as inflation, although it's good news that it's kind of coming down. But that's only based on uh, gas prices and stuff. Uh, you know, schools are fantastic. I joked earlier. You see if you guys are with me on this. OK, if we can have a drag queen reading hour then why can't i also go and say i'd like to have a dance hour here and the dancers are going to read and they agree to it and then i bring up i welcome misty and amber to the floor with their poles (laughs) they can read some books and then the kids can make it rain dollars we'll learn some math what's wrong with that there's a, it's a great question. I don't see the difference. I don't see it at all because it, it's it's all about the hypersexualization of our kids. Why can't people see that? It's like, and why do they feel? Why are they so hell bent on doing that? I feel like that's the question we should be asking all these people, and never stop asking that question because they seem so hell bent on doing it. I don't know why. And it's such a perversion. This. I mean, the fact that people are just. They're trying so desperately to defend drag queens like writhing around in kids faces, dancing along to the most horrifically sexually suggestive, not suggestive, just outright sexual lyrics. And they're defending it and they're working so hard at it. That's the weird thing. It's like this is why the word groomer is a thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. But I just thought, you know what? I'm th- so I'm going to try to go to a library during my little break, my library, and I'm going to say, yeah. look, I've got a great idea. And and then, you know, the kids will be there and we're going to read a book. Next thing you know, we're going to have polls. Kids are going to be spinning around. There's going to be a DJ in the back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be pour some sugar on me and they're going to be right. learning. And then, you know, if the, some of the kids are lucky, they're going to go to the champagne room. <laughs> She'd be like, next up on the main stage. <laughs> Mock and Daisy for the chicks on the right. like, what? You, know, you don't want that. You definitely you, don't want you that. You do not. So so how's how's the podcast thing going? Because you guys, you know, you were at WIBC for a long time and you decided, you know, mm-hmm. let's break the band up. You went all hauling oats on everybody for a while. <laughs> Uh, which is fantastic because who doesn't love Hall and Oats and you guys bounce. Which and, one's, and which one's Hall and which one's Oats? I don't even know. Who's well, got I'm the, the better mustache? One, so <laughs> she's the short one. That's true. That is true. Uh huh. It's so, true. You know, the podcast is going absolutely fantastic. We're having the best time. So we've been full time podcasters and chicks on the right people um, full time since the first of February of this year. And it's been an absolute dream come true to be able to to report to no one but each other, to have a fantastic team of folks to work with at Radio America and to be doing what we love every day with the community we've built. It's it's a it's a dream. Yeah, we really have to pinch ourselves. It's fantastic. I mean, radio was so much fun. But it, I'm not saying I shouldn't say but um, podcasting is like radio on steroids. It's well, just, it's freer, it's, right? Because you could drop f bombs yeah. or whatever. I mean, you know, it's totally. just free. You could talk about things without having somebody go. You know, you shouldn't say that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know. yeah. Ma can say all the words. She is so <laughs> naughty, and I do so naughty that one. 
And, and you know, it's funny. We're talking to the chicks on the right. Uh, Mock and Daisy are joining us. They're making fun of radio and how stupid it is. But I tell them it's okay. It pays the bills. Uh, here's the thing. I, you know, I, I, like tomorrow we're going to do a thing on my show about alternative media. People always ask me, where do you get your stuff from? I said, you know, there's a few places I go uh, that, I mean, I read all the, you know, New York Times and Washington Post and all that stuff. But I said, as far as real media, when I'm looking for journalism and real ideas, as far as, you know, that are alternative to the talking points of whatever the mainstream wants, I go to things like breaking points. I don't know if you know who, you know, soccer and crystal uh, ball are. I love them. They were at the Hill. They're fantastic. Uh, You know, Matt Taibbi. I've been a subscriber with Matt Taibbi and Barry Weiss and several others on Substack because they're real journalists. They're doing doing they're doing real work and they're pissing everybody off, which shows me they're doing the right thing to do. And alternative media has come in such a way that it is the dominant media now. Mm-hmm, totally. Yeah, they're the ones who are actually doing it. It used to be that, um, you know, well, back in the day when we first started our our site, God, it was like 14 years ago, like we would, we didn't see a whole lot of what we see today, which is now there's like, what, two, three journalists left. <laughs> there's like literally like a handful of journalists. You, people will call themselves journalists, but they're not really journalists. I mean, they're you either are on one side or you're on the other side. We're pretty blatant. Like, well, we don't call ourselves journalists at all. We're just like, no. we are alternative media. Like, well, we are conservative slanted and everybody has a slant. There are just a select few people out there who are not slanted, who are people who are just trying to get the news out. Like you have to really check and double check and triple check everything that you put out there because everybody has an agenda now. Everybody. And it's amazing, actually, to see the people that you just mentioned, Barry Weiss and Matt Taibbi, now that they're reporting on the Twitter files, these are both of them come from more liberal backgrounds. And in fact, Mm -hmm. the the extent to which they're being criticized for being conservatives is insane, given that neither of them would define themselves that way. And it's but that's what's happened is that when you put the truth out there and you're transparent, you're automatically assumed to be conservative. Let that sink in. (laughs) Crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. So here's something. I would throw this, you know, we're heading towards 2024. And, you know, a a lot of people are, you know, it's it's, it's Trump world and stuff. And look, I was never a huge fan of Trump. I like the, I like a lot of the ideas, but I thought he was his own worst enemy. Uh, And I always thought Trump had a shelf life. He's one of those things where it's like. Kind of like the Sex Pistols, right? You're like, okay, we're going to get an album out of them, and then probably most of them are going to die. And it's going to be a great album, but they're going to die. And that was kind of the way I looked at him. And, and, and you know, now, you know, they've got the latest poll out that, you know, DeSantis is crushing it. And look, if Trump was the rainmaker that a lot of people thought he was going to be, I think it'd be a different story. But I think a lot of people have just gone, you know, I don't want, we've had too many losses and it's too much about yesterday. We need the freshness of tomorrow going into 2024 because the red, the, the red wave wasn't a tsunami. It wasn't even a wave. It wasn't even a trickle. It was nothing. Mm-hmm. And I, right. I don't think we can, we can have that again in, in this day and age. We got to do something better. Yeah, I think people are ready for young and fresh and new and not people are so sick and tired of doing things the way that we've always done them. And so and I think he I hate to say this, but he's Trump is sort of a representation of he's not really the old guard because he obviously wasn't part of the establishment. But I think everybody just wants to throw everything out and start fresh and they don't want the drama They don't want anything of yesterday. They just want a new face. And I think we want to make sure that we attract young people. 
into our party because that's what Democrats do so well, right? So part of that is getting a younger person to run and DeSantis fits that bill. Chad, I would love to ask you if what you just said is something that you find yourself getting in trouble for, because I have said literally the exact same thing on our show. And you would not believe the criticism that comes from the Trump loyalists who cannot understand that he cannot win when he keeps hemorrhaging support. I'm just wondering well, if you're getting that same kind of, feedback. you know, and I get a bunch of pushback from a cultist and I really don't give a rat's ass. You know, I care about winning. <laughs> yeah. I don't care about the man. He doesn't mean right. anything to me. He's not, he plays no, yeah. no role in my life whatsoever. You had good ideas, good ideas. Great. Take them and have somebody who can actually fulfill some of those ideas. I'll take that. I don't care about your ego and the fact that you lost and you can't get past that move on dot now please because uh, I just don't care and you know what yeah, I got pushed yeah. back and at the same time I don't care I look I I'm one of these guys that yeah I lean right because that's where you know logic is and common sense is uh, but it doesn't mean that I don't have ideas and you know you know that that are socially liberal in some way compared comparatively but it doesn't matter anymore you guys know this you're on your social media all day it's what you do you can say hi oh it's easy for you you cisgendered white male <laughs> it's like shut up Exactly. Yeah. We have a, and we have a long way to go until 2024. I mean, it's we've seen this before. We've lived through many cycles of this. It, DeSantis is awesome. I love everything about the guy. I mean, the way that he presents himself, his policies, his record speaks for itself. But there are a lot of other people on our bench, too, that and, and that we haven't even seen yet that may come out of the woodwork. We don't know. I mean, it's a, there's a lot of stuff that has to happen between now and 2024 that that still has to percolate. Including DeSantis actually saying whether or not he's going to run. Yeah, (laughs) precisely. So everybody get a grip, you know? Yeah. I think I look over at Brian Kemp and I said, "Mm, if I'm him, I'm not saying no. Right. I mean, there's a lot of people, so many, so many people that still have yet to, to. I mean, think of all the people that we have on our side that the Democrats don't. But they have Mayor Pete. Who may or you know may what? not be I chest lo- feeding. <laughs> I love Mayor Pete. I've had him on my show a couple times. He's the oh nicest gosh. guy. And it's funny I'm because sure he's he like, ah, just call me Mayor Pete. He's just a real down to earth guy. The problem is for him is nobody's gonna nobody's gonna vote for their nephew. <laughs> nephew yeah, I'm sure, their child. I'm sure. I'm sure he's really nice, but I mean he he just has no business running a country. Yeah, because he's 12. Nobody's going to give the guy from Mad Magazine the keys to the country. (laughs) Exactly. We already did that with the guy that's 900 years old. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're not Uh giving it to Kamala Harris because she's so useless and we all know it. Uh, What a most useless. What a complete disappointment. Yeah, she's pretty bad. And she just yeah. and she says the same phrases over and over again. And what is what is the kind of graph that she likes, Mock? What is it? The she Venn likes? diagrams. She loves. She loves gosh, she loves those Venn diagrams. Oh, Somebody God, just needs to put her in a room with a bunch of Venn diagrams and call it a day. <laughs> I would rather have Sam Bankman Freed as our president than Kamala Harris. <laughs> God help us all. Everybody would be up there talking about like his wild sex parties. That dude is well, so you know gross. What? Did you hear that he so was running gross. that whole enterprise on QuickBooks and Slack? Mm-hmm. They should yeah, do QuickBooks yeah. should do commercials with that. They should run like somebody in their advertising department, their marketing department needs to run and make ads just on that <laughs> alone. 
it's, it's awesome. I love it. I love it. I love having you guys on. You know, we need to do this more often. I would totally we have would you guys it. on all the time. I would yeah, because would I, quite it. frankly, I get sick and tired of hearing myself and they still won't <laughs> let me play music all day because that was kind of my goal. Can we do like 40 minutes nonstop or is that like something there? Like, no, you can't. Oh my God, that. we love it. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Yeah, uh, it, it is it all is the, day. All day. It is the ladies. They're called the chicks on the right and they've joined us. Uh, Amaka Daisy, as always. Hey, if people want to get a hold of you, they want to check out all your stuff. They want to go to your social. What do they do? Chicksontheright.com, or we have a, a link tree, which is pink, of course. It's chicksontheright.com slash links. Look at that. You guys can go do that. And, of course, they're endorsing all kinds of crypto, so check them out. <laughs> Chicks on the right. All right, guys, as always, yeah, good talking to you. I appreciate you coming on. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. We Merry Christmas. It. Back at you. Too. Oh, we could totally say Merry Christmas and nobody's going to yell at us because it's our show. I love we that. Love it. Isn't it fantastic? Love it. So you guys great. are the best. Have a good one. Thanks so much. And let's do this again. We would love, love it. it. Thank you Fantastic. so much. Thank you. you we'll talk to you guys later. And hey, I want to be right, on your show day. so I can say horrible things. Oh, my God. We'd <laughs> love it. We'd love to have you on. Yeah, that'd oh be an God. awesome, awesome time. Blast. Yes. Yeah. You, yeah. you let me words. know because I'll come on and we'll all get canceled. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love that. Absolutely. <laughs> All Thanks right, I'll again. talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Okay. You too. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 323-538-2423, at Chip Benson Show. Twitter, Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks. Delicious, yummy, incredible, coming to you. It's the gift that keeps on giving. We ate so well last night. We had steaks. Uh, my daughter had hot dogs. We make memories as we're watching Christmas movies, getting ready to put up a lot of our Christmas stuff on the indoors because we've been traveling so much. It was Awesome. Charlie and I, we, we were, we, she was eating hot. Dad, you want some of my hot? I was just fantastic. And I love that. It's her favorite food. It's Omaha steaks. Give the gift that your family's going to love the best fillets, the best naturally aged for flavor and tenderness steaks and pork chops and, and air, air cooled, uh, you know, chicken breasts and the best burgers around. Give the gift this year that's going to make everybody smile. It's Omaha steaks. Go to omahasteaks.com. Right now, and you're going to save 50% on everything out there you see. It's 50% off site wide, but when you use code Benson on the way out, an extra $40 off. Meat that is amazing and memories that will last forever. OmahaSteaks.com, code Benson on the way out. Minimum order may be required. OmahaSteaks.com, use code Benson. Chad Benson Show. Helen Keller is a Nazi terrorist that is a male. Is that what you're telling me right now? Yeah. Are you thinking of Hitler? Who's Hitler? Vaccines work, but only the Chad Benson Show is 100% effective against stupidity. Do you know what D-Day is? D-Day. In person? A rapper? God, Karen, you are so stupid. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you find your favorite woke-free podcasts. This is The Chad Benson Show. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. Little uh, Johnny Mathis there. The holidays are upon us. Excited. Going to finish up our Christmas shopping this week, which also means we're going to start it. <laughs> Oh, geez, you haven't started? Not really. Not really. If you uh, haven't got your Christmas, uh, you know, party started, you probably should. 
You know, I think you've got a few more days before they say, this is it. If you don't do it now, you're never going to have anything shipped kind of thing. But it's, uh, I'm just so pumped with all these. Need it, need it. If you're missing the show, grab the podcast. Great having the chicks on the right on, uh, again, alternative media is, is, is crushing everything in its path. Uh, and uh, the the old world better figure out what to do. Adapt or die, we say. So, Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Ooh, Merry Christmas. Christmas comes this time each year. Ooh, well, way up north where the air gets cold, there's a tale about Christmas that you've already uh. You know, I love the Beach Boys. I'm going to say it right now. I love the Beach Boys. I, I, I think that they're getting their due now because they were around at a time when the Beatles were there, and I think everybody thought the Beatles were way more sophisticated and cooler, and the reality is simply this. No. They weren't. The Beach Boys were something else, and I maintain this right now. Lock it and load. Pet Sounds, still the best album of all time. Oh, no way. Yes, way. How are you people on this most festive days? Of course, it is that time of year where we sit back and reflect on all the crap that's happened in this past year and talk about the stuff that we need to do better. Case in point, immigration. What are we doing with immigration? Not a lot. It's a giant mess. Even mainstream media is covering this. MSNBC. And officials on the other side of the border, who we've also been speaking with, Jose, they, in El Paso, they say they just do not have the resources to deal with this many migrants. And they say it's unsustainable, and they expected the situation here to get even worse with a bigger migrant influx potentially next week as Title 42 uh, is lifted. And, Jose, as you can see, I'm still walking here. This line is still not over. Um, But, you know, we have seen them. What happens here at the front of the line is that every few minutes, actually every half hour, an hour or so, it depends when they let those 10 to 15 migrants in, buses are brought here to then take them uh, to a processing center. And again, Jose, those processing center, U.S. officials say, are already strapped for resources. And one of the shelters here, um, you know, they just don't have the space for them. Some of these migrants are having to sleep outside in the freezing cold overnight. Yeah. That's MSNBC finally going, all right, we better pay attention to this. We, we, we've got to pay some attention to this. This is no longer, a, a, you know, a right-wing talking point. Oh, don't you mean white-wing? No, it's no longer a right-wing talking point. This is reality. Too many people coming here. Why? Because we're the best. We're the greatest nation on earth. People are willing to risk life, limb, their children, their own lives, everything. The chance of being raped, killed, put into sexual slavery to get 
to these shores. They don't care. That being said, we're a sovereign nation. We're a real country. We're not some fake make-believe country that I see on the Hallmark Channel. We're real. I do love those movies. Side note, love those movies. We're not. We're a real country. We have laws, kind of, sort of. And one of those laws is going to be going away very, 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 very soon. And once that happens, it's going to be a nightmare. So exactly six days from today, the Title 42 that was put in place as a pandemic-era safeguard to protect people from coming over here at a time when the pandemic was raging, people were freaking out, they didn't know what to do, and 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 it's been half-assedly used for a while, but it allows uh, you know our Border Patrol to essentially go, get out of here. You can't stay here. You got to go. Well, that is going to expire. And when it does, are the floodgates going to open? I do believe they are. I do believe they are going to open. In Mexico, we meet Edwin and his two-year-old son, Iker, from Ecuador, as they look over at the U.S. for the first time. He's excited because his family has suffered a lot. He's just really happy to arrive. They've been traveling for more than a month, and we watch as they wade across the river. Border Patrol taking in families first so Edwin and Iker don't have to wait long. Agents bringing them up the slope to be processed. And now this is going away. There are people on the other side who are waiting. There are people on the other side who think, well, Title 42 is going away, so it's open now. This is something else, another roadblock that is stopping them from coming, that has given them pause because they don't want to be turned around, and, and, and this is it. They're ready to make that step, and we're not prepared. On either side of the border, it's been a nightmare. But think about this side of the border, the, the absolute crush of people at a time when there is very little money, the resources have been drained, and this administration, as well as many other past administrations, have done very little to try to stop it. An unprecedented situation near downtown El Paso. Hundreds of migrants fighting the bitter cold, huddling in blankets, the line to get into the United States snaking far along the banks of the Rio Grande. Migrant facilities now at or over capacity. In just the last week, nearly 7,000 people have been released pending court hearings, some sleeping on the street in makeshift tents. Yeah. You got that side of it. Because many of them have just, I can't do this anymore. So they left and they've come here. And this is the golden, this is the Willy Wonka golden ticket, right? They've unwrapped it. They found it. It is it. It is a, it's a country and streets paved with gold. And sleeping on the streets in this country with opportunity the next day is better than where they've come from. Think about that. When you complain about, my latte is not hot enough. I don't know if latte is supposed to be hot. I'm assuming they are. My phone's not working the way I want it to. My computer's screwing up. Think about that. But also think about we've got to do something. And I hear a lot of people go, well, Chad, you say the pandemic's over. Yeah, it is. Then why would you want to keep this? I don't want to keep it. I want a law or two changed. 
I want enforcements of the ones that we do have. We love to do this in the country, all right? We love doing this. There's been a shooting. Let's take away people's guns. Or, or, and then we'll pass new laws. Wait, we've got tons of laws on the books that nobody follows. So why do you think passing something that now that is going to hurt law-abiding citizens and impede on their rights because people aren't following the laws and, better yet, we're not enforcing the damn laws? Because, because what? So fixing this isn't hard. Our asylum, all of these people are applying for asylum because they know the game. Right now, uh, Kirsten Cinema, independent from Arizona, she announced that this Monday, and the uh, senator from North Carolina, Tillis, they have got a proposal that essentially would give about 40 to 80 billion and give everything that the the border patrol needs including not just more manpower but more stuff and more manpower and excuse me people power also in the back room so they're not spending their entire time doing paperwork so they can continue to what they do but on top of that it fixes what i think is the giant debacle of the asylum process which is come here say i'm being persecuted in my own country i'm a political prisoner that's escaped i'm being persecuted my sexuality i'm being persecuted my religion whatever it is and i need asylum when a vast majority and i would say probably 95 to 98% of these people Or financial refugees. Their life sucks somewhere else because of poor governing, because of the crime and everything. And they're coming here because of that. But that's not what it was set up for. But the abuse is tremendous. And we're slow to move. We're slow to move on, on this stuff. We are. And it doesn't matter what it is, right? Taxes. Here's a perfect example. People always say, well, you know, taxes, the, 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 you know, the rich never pay their fair share. No, what the rich does, and, I, and the one thing that, that Trump always talked about with, with, his, with his taxes, and I, you know, I don't like really talking about Trump, but the one thing he did when they said, well, you barely pay any taxes, he goes, you know, what does that make you? He's like, smart. First of all, who goes out and pays all the taxes they possibly can? You know, you can give more if you want. But here's a trick for you guys. What is it, anything over 6,000 pounds is... Fully deductible as a work vehicle. Think of a tractor or something like that. You could take that on your first year taxes, I believe. Go out and buy a brand new Escalade. It's over 6,000 pounds. Write that whole thing off. That costs you 100 grand. Write that whole thing off. Even if you're still making payments. Oh. So if you make 200 grand a year, all of a sudden you write that 100,000 off. You got $100,000 off right there. Taxable income's just come down. Well, that should be fixed. It's not going to be fixed. Just like this isn't going to be fixed. Nobody wants to change the asylum law because there's no money in it for them. That's the frustrating thing. Politics 101. Find and identify a boogeyman. Either side, you guys can do it. Gin up your crowd about how you can protect your people from said boogeyman and how if not electing you and giving you money, 
to help you get reelected. If that doesn't happen, that boogeyman being commanded by the other side will then attack you. Oh, yeah. That's why nothing gets fixed. So maybe we just let it break. To the point where they have no choice but to address an issue that they refuse to address. And all they want to do, they don't even want to put a real Band-Aid on a, on a bullet wound. They put one of those little dots on it. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Little what's trending straight ahead. And I'm sure one of the things trending is going to be uh, mental health. And uh, sports and programs brought to you by Better Help. And yesterday, a Twitch boss who was... Uh, you know, big dancer, but a guy that was, you know, a DJ on Ellen DeGeneres from day one. Uh, he committed suicide. He some some issues. And we don't know what's going on in everybody's world. Person next to you, you don't know what's going on. My my stepdaughter, she's got a lot going on in her mind that she has trouble because she's autistic, you know. And BetterHelp's been able to help in ways that is tremendous because seeing somebody would be even too overwhelming for her. And so being able to do everything online is great. And that's what they do. That's what they specialize in. And sometimes it's just about having somebody to talk to a couple times to figure out, hey, you know, I need some coping skills. What do you think of this? And sometimes it's a lot deeper. They've placed over 3 million people with licensed and vetted therapists, and they want to help you. It's totally affordable. You have to drive anywhere, wait in waiting rooms, any of that stuff. This is what I want you to do. Save an extra 10% right now off your first month. Go to betterhelp.com slash Benson and fill out their questionnaire. They can place you with somebody within 24 hours. And if you're not happy with them, they can place you again quickly betterhelp.com slash benson better com slash benson little what's trending straight ahead chad benson show welcome to chad no not the country the institution the chad benson show now it's time to find out what's trending what's trending Einstein james Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. What's trending? What is trending, baby? Let's take a look here. Started Twitter today. Number one trending thing, sneakers. I'm like, sneakers? I'll tell you what, though. Uh, I, this past weekend, I got a new appreciation of the insanity that people have for sneakers because my stepdaughter and my son are so into sneakers. So we went and uh, they, uh, they have like, you go to some of these stores, they have them in glass cases. Like the kind of things that you would see when you go into a jewelry store and you're like, that's a Rolex, so that's a Patek Philippe or a Humble. And I was like, what? Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Number one thing. That's what kids, that's what they want. Uh, let's see. RM li- Live in Seoul. K-pop is trending. Is something going on in K-pop world I don't know about? Lots of K-pop. Apparently Superman. Are we getting it? I heard a rumor we're getting the black Superman. A younger Superman? I'm not quite sure. Are they still doing Superman stuff? Man. DC's awful. Don't listen to anything. Uh, free COVID test given out. Happy Friday Eve. 
Paul Blanco, Travis Scott. I think Travis Scott has new low-top Nikes. Is why those things are trending. Head over to Google where there is more insane stuff. Google's just a weird thing. Twitch yesterday. Uh, Steven Twitch boss, DJ for Ellen DeGeneres, number one search thing. Uh, 10 million searches. Passed away uh, at the age of 40. Uh, committed suicide. And uh, by all accounts, had every single thing you could dream of in life. Great career. He built himself out of nothing. Gorgeous wife. Beautiful kids. Beautiful home. And I don't know. I, I don't know. Aortic aneurysm is trending. Lee, you're thinking, why is that trending? Did he die from that? No, he did not. But Grant Wall, the uh, soccer player, I mean, the soccer uh, journalist and sports journalist of fame that included the first big article about LeBron James and his love of soccer, passed away at the World Cup last week. In Cutter, a lot of people thought, you know, he was the guy who wore a rainbow jersey, tried to get in to the to the stadium. People threw a big fit about it and thought, oh, my God, was he murdered? No, he was not murdered, actually. Uh, he had an aortic aneurysm. His wife and brother, who both had questions about it, immediately came out. And she's a doctor, says, no, this is what happened. Uh, that is trending big time as well. And, uh, yeah, it's a uh, it was a sad, sad situation. It was. And again, a lot of people thought, oh, did he die of, of, you know, big by being murdered? And uh, no, it was just a, it was a really, he was sick, uh, didn't seem to get any better and just slumped over. I worked on it for 20 minutes, took him to the hospital. I couldn't do anything about it. And uh, uh, so that was a big trending thing yesterday. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. A little Christmas music coming up, right? Uh, talk a bit about the World Cup yesterday, and we'll talk a bit more about alternative media, why it's so strong, why it's so powerful, and why so many people are not only trying to become big in alternative media, but also finding the true stories, not just what you get from the big media. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. I could have been someone. Well, so could anyone. You took my dreams from me when I first found you. I kept them with me, babe. I put them with my own. I love this song. Can we get out alone? Great song. The Pogues! The Pogues with Christy McCall, the late great Christy McCall. It's about the only part of the song I could play. <laughs> There's some real good rhymes in it at the beginning. That you're like, I can't play that on our radio, you know? 
If I'd have a regular radio show, you can't do that. If you're on the alternative web, if you're doing the podcast, you can say anything, do anything you kind of want. But uh, that is not uh, one of them. But a great song indeed. World Cup final is set. It is everything that, uh, quite frankly, if you were to pick the 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 behemoths that would play, they're France uh, is absolutely one of them, and uh, Argentina is one of them. You know, you got the Germanys and the Spains and the but these two right now. This may be it. Maybe as some people say, the passing of the torch. Between Kylian Mbappe grabbing the torch from Lionel Messi, the game is set. France ended Morocco's run yesterday. The fairy tale is dead. Marcus Turam into the box. Turam, Mbappe, Amrabat got to be careful. Mbappe weaving through the flank and shot it through the far side. And France have their second. Yeah, so 2 nothing win. Uh, good game. France through. Here's the thing. So the French national team is missing a guy by the name of Nkolo Kante, who is out, and a guy by the name of Karim Benzema, who was voted the player, the world player of the year last year and is having a ridiculous year this year. He, however, is still on the squad. He trained... The other day, with his club team, Real Madrid, and they said yesterday, you feeling good? He says, feel great. You're free to go to Qatar if you want. So there is a chance. The best player in the world right now, who hasn't played a minute, may show up and play on the French team if needed. I wouldn't mess with chemistry, but having the world's best player who's back from injury on the bench might be a good thing. Just saying. I know everybody's going to be pulling for Lionel Messi and Argentina this weekend. I pick them to win the cup. Uh, We shall see. Again, it's a one game, and that guy's going to leave it out there. And I think if he wins this, does you know, somebody asked me yesterday around here, does this put him as the greatest player of all time? I'd say, yeah, it's hard to, to, he may still be, but it is hard to say and look at anybody else and say that that's not the greatest player of all time. Having won all the awards he's won, having done everything he has done, and then to win the World Cup, that'd be hard to say. Yeah, he's not the great. He would be. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. You know, that Twitter thing is a giant mess. And, you know, people are trying to figure out, well, what's going on there with Twitter that makes it such a mess? What's happening with Twitter that makes it such a mess? Well, there's a lot of things that are happening with Twitter that make it such a mess. They're trying to rebuild something that, quite frankly, was a giant, uh, not too much different in many ways than what you saw in, in, you know, uh, with the whole FTX debacle, which is a bunch of people running around doing things that they want to do on their own, uh, making up their own, you know, game plan and uh, rolling it out there, you know, in secret. And then eventually these files have come out and they kind of got busted. Um, the Twitter files, though, they, they really showed the, I think, messy content moderation uh, that was happening behind the scenes. And I think we're seeing 
Um, and it's probably no surprise, but we're seeing that not everyone agrees is on the same page when they're making these complex decisions. I will say on this specific uh, Twitter files drop, I thought what was really noteworthy was that Elon Musk's handpicked reporter, Matt Taibbi, said that there was no evidence of government involvement in trying to suppress uh, this story. And that was a big claim that Elon Musk had made earlier when he was hyping these Twitter files. I think that's very important to point Mm -hmm. out here. And I think that is very important. And Matt Taibbi is a great reporter. And I say the word reporter because it's exactly what he is. And how is that? Because he does it on his own. Alternative media is changing the way that people are viewing things. And I say alternative media. The reality is they're just doing their own things. They're independent. They have no bosses, which means with no masters, they can report stories. And they do it by being what? First and foremost, telling the truth. And secondly, by being interesting. If you can't tell the truth because you're ideologically driven and it'll go against your belief system, uh, you try to be interesting. Guess what? Most people, you're neither of those in, in, in the journalist world. You don't have a good argument and you're ideologically driven and you're not as interesting as you'd like to think you are. That's why having the Trumps of the world, now the Elon Musk, as New York Post pointed out the other day, he's the new Trump, right? He's that boogeyman. You need that. Alternative media is exploding. And it's where people ask me, where do I get my stuff? Matt Taibbi is one of them. It's very strange, but again, it fuels this thing that I think is very good, which is trustworthy, independent media. Like Crystal and Sager, when they were when they had their old show, uh, Rising on the mm-hmm. Hill, um, they decided to leave. And when they decided to leave, we were all, we had a group conversation on the phone, and, and you know they were asking me advice, and I was like, I think you guys are going to be gigantic when you leave. I think it's going to be bigger than ever. You'll you'll be completely free. You won't have to worry about any editorial control, which is huge, huge. Rogan and Taibbi talking about this, no editorial control. Meaning you're not answering to somebody. To think for a second that if you're on CNN and any of these things and all of these companies, these companies that are advertising with you, you're going to go out and badmouth if there's something bad that comes out. No. Well, that means there's some control there. Yeah, because you're living in a world of money. We all do it in some way, shape, or form. I think if we all said the things in life that we thought of at times, we'd all be canceled. We have to temper some of that. But when it comes to real stories and reporting, we get the 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 thing that the media at this point in time wants to feed you. What is it that you want to be fed? Well, here's my audience. They want affirmation, not information. And they want my side to look good. So I'm going to feed them exactly that because I believe in this. And even though there's stuff juxtaposing my position and facts and data over here that go against that, I cannot be a party to that, so I'm just going to give them the things that they want because it's also what I want. I go to Matt Taibbi. I go to Barry Weiss, right? They're substacks. I also go to Breaking Points. If you don't know what Breaking Points are, they were just talking about there. It's Crystal and Soccer. They're amazing. I love them. He's conservative. She's liberal. They bash them. They get into great arguments that are true discussions of passion, but not personal. And they're not afraid to take on their own side and call out their own BS. And they give it to you in a much deeper, real way, and it's entertaining. And it upsets the apple cart. While everybody else is laying off, 
they're hiring. Tim Pool, right? Daily Wire even. People are looking for things that aren't the status quo of big business first, followed by news second. And I find that more people, I try to be as journalistic as possible. I'm not a journalist. I want to know the truth. I don't care about affirmation. I want information. And you're not going to be 100% right all the time. But we got to do a better job. And that's why if you want to find stuff, you go to places that will challenge your belief, that will help you grow, but are independent of the crap that you see on television. Isn't it amazing how much they hate Elon Musk now? How they loved him a year ago? But because he's kind of come centrist, now he's the evil that is? Wow. Why? Because he went into their playground and said, this isn't right. And they got caught. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Speaking of playgrounds and getting caught, we're going to talk about a lawsuit that's going on uh, uh, with a huge gaming company. We'll talk about that straight ahead. RUFFgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Get a bag of Rough Greens right now for your dog. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, the best supplement. Sprinkle on top of your dog's food and voila! Your dog's food comes alive. It doesn't actually come alive. What it does do, wouldn't that be weird though, if it came alive? I don't know what happened. It ate my dog. It brings all the goodness out of the dog's food. And they love the taste, and they're going to get more vitamins, minerals, probiotics, all this stuff inside their body. It's going to make them healthier, happier, help their digestive tract, help with their aches and pains. It is such a blessing for my dog, Doodle. Dogs love the taste. Your dogs will. Try it for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. It's simple. It's easy. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Get a free bag of Rough Greens right now. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. At Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. This is the Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. Malakiliki Maka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. I love little Bing Crosby right there. Whenever you hear that, don't you kind of just think a little bit about the old Christmas vacation. I just love that song. It's like one of those weird, like, and I just, the minute it happens, I go right to Clark. You know, Clark's there, and he's dreaming about the pool he's putting in. Ah, just such a great, great song. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. So, this is interesting. We're talking a lot today about alternative media. And as we should. Well, guess what? Alternative media includes everything, including the new way that we consume things. And that includes video games, 
Oh, you don't say, Chad. Yes, I don't say, but I do say. Lawsuit time now. Why? Because video games are dangerous. That newly authorized class action lawsuit filed on behalf of parents in Canada alleges Epic Games designed Fortnite to create a dependency in users and failed to provide warnings of the risks associated with playing. Which, isn't that a parent thing? Right? Isn't that a parent thing? Of course they want you to love their game. Right? Of course they do. Of course they want you to play their game as much as possible. Of course they make it so the game's enjoyable and you'll want to play it more. How is it their fault? That's what I want to know. How is it Epic Games' fault that everybody likes playing this game so much, Fortnite? Now, my kids like to play Fortnite. Not a lot, as they did at one time, but they do like to play. They're far more active than a lot of other kids their age. Uh, And my son always talks about that because, you know, his friends want to play games all day. And he's like me. I have a shelf life of being able to play a game and then, like, I got to go do something. So he'll play some games with his friends because he likes to bond. And then, boom, out he goes into the world. TikTok to me is far more addictive because it gets everybody. The online video game has more than 250 million registered users worldwide. Boston mom Deanna Greenstein says she noticed her 12 and 13 year old sons became obsessed almost instantly. They were coming home from school and they didn't want to go outside and play basketball. They didn't want to go and physically hang out with their friends. The World Health Organization has categorized video game addiction as a mental health disorder. They actually, just like with a drug or alcohol, they actually experience withdrawal symptoms. They might feel kind of down or upset or irritable when they're not able to play their games. Yeah, that's a possibility. But so is the cell phone, by the way. (laughs) I don't know if you're aware of this. The cell phone is very addictive. If... As the parents are talking about this, because it's funny, as much as I my kids enjoy uh, uh, enjoy playing games, because Jack really liked playing games for a while, he really did, and and oddly enough, the reason he loves hockey so much, and this is crazy, is because he started playing NHL, the video game, and he fell in love with hockey. Isn't that wacky? And he kind of likes baseball now. Not because he likes baseball. He goes to the Padre games a lot down in San Diego, but because of the video game. Yeah, kids are coming home. They're super addicted. Yeah, they want to play. Plus, it's kind of the thing you do now, right? Because you're not going in a room by yourself and playing by yourself, even though you may be in there. You're going in a room by yourself to play with a bunch of other people. And in many cases, your friends. But I find this to be odd that we're we're having a lawsuit about something that I, I just, I'm not completely stoked about this kind of lawsuit. I got to be serious because, it, it, yeah, you know, it's, it's addictive. You made something that people want to do a lot. 
So did TikTok. So did the cell phone, which all of us, if the kids could see how many hours we're on the cell phone goofing around, I think they'd go, oh, well, this is a real serious issue. So the area that really lit up is a dopamine area of the brain. You can see Cash's brain on the left. Amato's, the non-Fortnite player on the right. Cash's brain had much greater activation than Amato's. These are areas that are very involved in our reward system of the brain. Experts say games like Fortnite have a recipe to make you want to keep playing. Epic Games is pushing back, vowing to fight the allegations in court. As they should. And by the way, how many of us are driven by dopamine? How many likes did I get? How many shares did I get? That's all dopamine based. That's all dopamine based. Here's this point. Maybe parent a little bit better. Maybe take the games away from them. Maybe say there's a finite time you guys can play between, you know, you get home, your homework's done. You go outside, you play for a half an hour or 45 minutes or whatever it is uh, after you got that done. Then maybe, you know, you can you can play a little bit, you know, at night. Maybe you can only play a bit on the weekend. Something of that nature, part of the parenting side of stuff, I think that needs to be addressed. That's just me. But getting to the point where it's like, well, my kids aren't having the kind of fun that I want them to have. So based on that, I've got to sue the company that made a game that's very good that they become addicted to. Again, it sounds like some personal responsibility on the parenting side. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. If you miss any of said program, uh, don't be sad. We've got a podcast. Grab that podcast. Uh, uh, just simple and easy wherever good podcasts are available Spotify tune in you name it they've got it grab it right there this is the Chad Benson Show this is the Chad Benson Show Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Ah, the holidays. Couple more shows left. Time to sit back, relax, and enjoy myself. Some much needed R and R. Just letting you guys know. Next week off. The week after that, also off. Taking some some enjoyable time to hang out with the family and do a little bit of nothing. Which, by the way, it's the most important thing. And I always say that, and I don't think people realize it. Uh it is. It doesn't get any better, right? You know, last night I am uh, relaxing at the house, enjoying, uh, uh, trying not to fall asleep because it's been a week. And if you guys know, my schedule's pretty crazy. I'll just let you guys into this. And, I, and there's, a, there's a method to the madness here that how blessed we are in this country and, and so blessed in so, so many ways. I get home last night. I work a lot. I leave the house somewhere between 2.45 and about 3.15 every day. I get home every night between 7 and 7.10. And uh, I'm exhausted. You know, the beginning of the week, I'm fine. Uh, Tuesday, I'm fine. Wednesday, I get a little bit tired. You know, Thursday, uh, and by Friday night, I- I'm beat. But Charlie and Lily, my daughters, are playing in the backyard. And... It is hilarious what they're doing. And I thought to myself, man, it's the life right here. It's the life right here. This is it. Just enjoying it. You know, doors kind of open. It's cool outside. 
Wife and I are just relaxing. Charlie's driving her little tricycle bike thing in circles, and and it's just hilarious. Lily, we've got this new, it's like a swing, it's a yoga swing, and she's spinning around. It's hilarious. But the play, the laughter, you're just like, man, this is, a, this is how blessed are we to be in this country? How absolutely blessed are we? I don't think people realize that. Because what we've got going on at the border is a nightmare. It's an absolute insane nightmare that is getting worse each and every single day. And it's going to get worse next week. You know, Title 42 goes away, which it should, by the way. We don't need it anymore. We need actual reform. We need to actually enforce the laws. We've talked about that. But I'm sitting there last night loving every moment of the kids playing and, and the laughter in the house. And Charlie is so absolutely crazed over christmas right now she can barely contain it because there's presents under the tree and the tree is up and and you know my wife joked around last night saying we're gonna have to do like they do when uh, uh you know in the woods when they tell you you know uh put your food up in a tree or whatever you know pull it up you know hang it above the because you don't want the bears to get it and and the critters it's it charlie she can't stop herself it's like she starts shaking she's so excited we have people who are willing to die to come here. And I don't think everybody appreciates that. We have people who are willing to risk every single thing in their life to come to our country, to risk everything, to send their kids here, the opportunity to get to this country. Because they see this country as something that many young kids, I mean, you know, don't see. It's like, my God, we got kids who can't get jobs because they don't want jobs. Right. They want to be happy. Jobs are stupid and they're part of the oppression and the patriarchy and it's just not good. And oh, my God, lattes. And And we have people who are willing to climb across shards of glass, risk everything to get to this country. And it's, it's crazy. We need to remind ourselves that. Every once in a great while, we know, wow, we really are. Uh, living a blessed life. A lot of the people are from Venezuela, Cuba, and Nicaragua, all countries in crisis, fleeing, among other things, political persecution and economic hardship. And what's so strange is that a lot of these people have arrived here to the border within just a few days of each other. This line of migrants trying to enter the United States continues unabated. Unabated. Matt Gutman right there. Unabated. The line is getting bigger and longer. Next week, this thing goes away. The floodgates, some people say, are going to open. The floodgates. How bad could it be? I think it could be horrific. I think it could. So last weekend, 16,000 migrants in two days. It's not just a record. It blew away all preceding records. An unprecedented situation near downtown El Paso. Hundreds of migrants fighting the bitter cold, huddling in blankets, the line to get into the United States snaking far along the banks of the Rio Grande. Migrant facilities now at or over capacity. In just the last week, nearly 7,000 people have been released pending court hearings, some sleeping on the street in makeshift tents. Yeah. And it's another one of those situations where you look and you say, hold on a second, we have a homeless problem in this country. And now you would want to invite more people here. 
We've got kids who want forgiveness on their student loans and they're living back with mom and dad and you want to invite more people here. Wow, that seems just insane. Ludicrous. But we have jobs everywhere. But nobody wants those jobs. Well, why don't you want those jobs? Doesn't make my heart sink. Doesn't make me happy. Doesn't bring you back anything. It's not going to cover my student loans that I want for free. We are so blessed in this country. It is insane. The borders getting bigger and bigger, swelling the potential for a nightmare next week. Yeah. And beyond. Absolutely. Here's my thing. Did we just let it break at some point? And go, you know what? No, don't don't even ask to have this thing extended. Another this Title Forty Two, another three weeks, three months, whatever they want. Don't. Let's just let it break, because maybe that's what has to happen for anybody in D.C. to have an understanding of how bad it really is. Local officials say the situation is about to get even worse. Next week could see the end of Title 42, a Trump-era policy that allows for the immediate expulsion of migrants without allowing them to seek asylum. Across the border, this migrant shelter in Ciudad Juarez already filled beyond capacity. Already filled beyond capacity. Not getting any better. The dam may burst and putting a lick of paint on it and a Band-Aid followed by some spackle may not be the best thing. The best thing for us may be to just let it happen. And officials on the other side of the border, who we've also been speaking with, Jose, they, in El Paso, they say they just do not have the resources to deal with this many migrants. And they say it's unsustainable, and they expected the situation here to get even worse with a bigger migrant influx potentially next week as Title 42 uh, is lifted. And, Jose, as you can see, I'm still walking here. This line is still not over. Um, But, you know, we have seen them. What happens here at the front of the line is that every few minutes, actually every half hour, an hour or so, it depends when they let those 10 to 15 migrants in, buses are brought here to then take them uh, to a processing center. And again, Jose, those processing center, U.S. officials say, are already strapped for resources. And one of the shelters here, um, you know, they just don't have the space for them. Some of these migrants are having to sleep outside in the freezing cold overnight. That right there was actually a report on MSNBC. Because it has to get to a point where it is so bad. It has to get to a point where you can no longer turn away. Apparently, it has to get to a point where the breaking point has arrived. It spills over. Everything collapses. And then, and only then, apparently, will people pay attention in the establishment media. This is not a a, a a boogeyman. This is not some usual talking point. This is a reality of what is happening at the border and beyond. And the breaking points of the states and the cities that are absorbing so much of this is going to not just break, it's going to bankrupt some of them. And continually zero real movement at the federal level. I was talking the other day to uh, Alex Stone and uh, ABC News, and he said, you know, here's the thing. So many of these people that are coming now, 
that are ready to apply because there's it this this title 42 now only applies to certain countries right but when people hear that it's going to expire it's it's the dinner bell right it is one of those things it's the dinner bell and the dinner bell is being rung and more and more people are coming now because they think well i couldn't have got in before but i can now oh yeah nightmare nightmare (sighs) blessed we are would you think about that today think about the people that are trying to come here to give their kids a better life to give themselves a better life while it's illegal every one of us would do the same damn thing in a position like that to get out of the hell that so many of their corrupt governments their useless governments have put them in and as we celebrate the holidays and, oh, can Amazon get this here by that date? Or can maybe we need to just kind of reflect on how amazing our life is and how blessed we are in this country. The thought. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. A lot of stuff to get to. Chicks from the right are going to join us. Bottom of the hour. We uh, we sat down and we had, we had a chat. Yes, we had fun. We talked about wacky stuff. Uh, we talked about some politics as well. They're, they're interesting. Uh, and uh, it's just, it, it's very interesting in the world of new media, as we've talked about throughout the day. It's kind of the, the journey that they've taken. But the reality is, is it's... Uh, it's good. It's a good perspective on stuff. And uh, some mock and daisy will join us bottom of the hour. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter. MyPillow right now is amazing Christmas gifts. The MyPillow. Keys of Dream Sheets. Uh, towels, slippers, mattress toppers. You name it. They've got everything you could think of in stock and ready to roll. All with extended money-back guarantees. All the way through March of next year now's the time to get the best christmas gifts at prices that won't break the bank and they're everybody's gonna love it the slippers are amazing the mattress topper my favorite starts only 99 dollars. keys dream sheets only 29.98 you name it they've got it and yes the my pillow and everything else and you can think of including dog beds that's right dog beds so get your stuff ready this holiday season by getting the gifts that you want to get people by going to mypillow.com slash benson use code benson to save big and if you buy before christmas they're going to extend that guarantee all the way through march so that's huge mypillow.com slash benson mypillow.com slash benson at chad benson show is your twitter C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O. And you can tweet at us. You can text the program as well. This is the aforementioned Chad Benson Show. You're listening to the Chad Benson Show. Hello, Christmas music. My voice cracked there. I must be tired. I was telling uh, uh, yesterday, so I do my local show here, and I was uh, talking to uh, uh, to the to the audience. I said, "Look, guys, I'm gonna do you know 
Gatos won't be honest, but I will. We're not mailing it in, but we're we're definitely putting postage on it. <laughs> the later the show goes. So uh, uh, I just I love Christmas. I'm just I'm ready to relax. I'm ready to spend some time with my family. Uh, like a lot of even hearing from a lot of you uh, out there uh, uh, about. Yeah, you know, just it's 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 it feels like things are normal ish. Kind of sort of. Because we're worried about not a virus and stuff and we're worried about life. And after the year and a half, two years, two and a half years, depending on where you are of this craziness that we've gone through, I think it's the exhaustion has just kind of finally hit all of us. And speaking of exhaustion, uh, the the market's up, down, market's up, down, market's up, down, sideways, this, that, and the other. Well, yesterday, guess what? We got another little bit of a hike in the interest rates. For American consumers and businesses, the cost of borrowing money is set to get more expensive. The Federal Reserve raising its key interest rate by half a percentage point. We understand the hardship that high inflation is causing, and data received so far for October and November show a welcome reduction. But... It will take substantially more evidence to give confidence that inflation is on a sustained downward path. The seventh rate hike in a year as the Federal Reserve stays on a mission to fight stubbornly high inflation. Yeah, and that means for many of you shopping this holiday season, you're putting stuff on your credit card. Well, guess what? Credit card bills are going up because interest rates are going up. So things are getting more expensive and you're going to be paying off of those things a little bit longer. You get where I'm going with this. It's uh, it's 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 not great. The big question is recession. Is it going to be a recession? I don't think anybody really knows. Are we in a recession? Possibility is there. Are we coming out of a recession? Maybe. Are we in a faux session and we'll get a bigger recession next year? I have a feeling th- Next year, we're going to have something. How bad is it? That's the question. And I think a lot of it also has to do with the fact that, and and I've been saying this for a long time, it's not a housing bubble this time. It's not. Because the rates were so low, a lot of people who have homes, it's still so affordable to have your own. It is going to be the credit card bubble. That, to me, is the thing that you've got to look out for. I feel like the credit card bubble is is going to burst at some point. People are putting things out, paying out later, that things are going to slow down a little bit and they're, you know, people are going to tighten their belts, maybe not the collapse, you know, jobs, you know, nowhere and stuff. But I have a feeling and a sense that because we're putting so much on it, that people are going to be carrying so much debt that it is is going to get ugly because that's where I think the next burst might happen. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. That was very bah humbuggy, Chad. I know. It shouldn't have been, but I'm just being honest. I do that here. Throw some honesty out at you. So just deal with what you got to deal with. The Chicks on the Right. You can go to chicksontheright.com. Uh, used to be on WIBC out there at Indy. Then they left and did their own thing. We'll talk a bit about alternative media, how they're liking doing their own thing. We've been talking a lot today about alternative media and and how it is shaping so much of what we're doing now and including the news and entertainment and everything. They join us straight ahead. Chad Benson Show.
Knudsen Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. That is the uh, uh, great Chad Benson show. I'm kidding, of course. This is what I do here on this program. Joining us now, though, we've got a very special guest. Uh, it's Mock and Daisy. The chicks on the right are joining us. We were just chatting off the air about what I want to talk about. And ladies, I have a real question for you. I've watched some of the Harry and Meghan stuff, and I think it's an abusive <laughs> relationship. <laughs> abusive to us? I think it's abusive to us. No, I'm serious. If it was a guy that was doing what she does, which is separating his family and him and the way that she acts, I'm telling you, that's an abusive relationship. Yeah, she's Yoko. She's like the new, the new the new Yoko. She's breaking up the band. Although I I think like Mock forced me to watch that. She forced me. I was forced into it. This is a lie. This is a lie. I got sucked in and then now and then I watched the first three episodes, but I will say, and she may have a different take on this. I will say at first I, I didn't like her. I didn't like Megan. And I thought she was like, you know, abusive and everything, but I feel like, um, he actually is as bad as she is. I feel like Harry is, he had a list. Cause he even said in one of the episodes, he's like, I had a list of what I wanted in a woman. And I feel like he is one of those guys that he wanted to get out of the Royal family. And so he saw her as an opportunity, he saw Megan as an opportunity opportunity to get out of the royal family and he's like okay i see dollar signs i'm going to get out he's just as opportunistic as she is look he's insufferable i'm not going to pretend that he's not insufferable but i'm just saying from my point of view feels the beauty and here's the other thing how crazy does your wife or your husband have to be where you're like all right your dad's going to be coronated as the king but because your spouse is so nuts, you're not allowed to come. We are letting the child molester come, but not you. <laughs> the fact that Prince Andrew is allowed, and that's completely fine, but the likes of Meghan Markle and and her ballless husband are not. Uh, can I say that? I hope I can say that. Ballless. Um, okay. <laughs> it is just, it's perfect. And she was so rude in that doc in the first three episodes of the documentary with the whole excessively aggressive curtsy and like his face during that was so uncomfortable so cringe the whole thing is a train wreck that we cannot look away that we cannot look away from yeah i know and it's not politics which is normally the train wreck we all deal in talking to maca daisy the chicks on the right uh so uh, let's talk about we were joking earlier because the world's going super super solid right you know it's everything looks great rosy you know no such thing Mm -hmm. as inflation although it's good news that it's kind of coming down but that's only based on uh gas prices and stuff uh you know schools are fantastic i joked earlier you see if you guys are with me on this, okay? If we can have a drag queen reading hour, then why can't I also go and say, I'd like to have a dance hour here and the dancers are going to read and they agree to it. And then I bring up, I welcome Misty and Amber to the floor with their poles. <laughs> they can read some books and then the kids can make it rain dollars. We'll learn some math. What's wrong with that? There's a, it's a great question. I don't see the difference. I don't see it at all because it, it's it's all about the hypersexualization of our kids. Why can't people see that? It's like, and why do they feel? Why are they so hell bent on doing that? I feel like that's the question we should be asking all these people, and never stop asking that question because they seem 
so hell bent on doing it. I don't know why. And it's such a perversion. I mean, the fact that people are just they're trying so desperately to defend drag queens like writhing around in kids faces, dancing along to the most horrifically sexually suggestive not suggestive, just outright sexual lyrics. And they're defending it and they're working so hard at it. That's the weird thing. It's like, this is why the word groomer is a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. But I just thought, you know what? I'm th- So I'm going to try to go to a library during my you little break, my library. And I'm going to say, yeah. look, I've got a great idea. And and then, you know, the kids will be there. and We're going to read a book. Next thing you know, we're going to have polls. Kids are going to be spinning around. There's going to be a DJ in the back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be pour some sugar on me. And they're going to be right. learning. And then, you know, if the, some of the kids are lucky, they're going to go to the champagne room. <laughs> You'd be like, next up on the main stage. <laughs> Mock and Daisy for the chicks on the right. like, What? You know, you don't want that. You definitely you, don't want you that. You do not. So, so how how's the podcast thing going? Because you guys, you know, you were at WIBC for a long time, and you decided, you know, let's mm-hmm. break the band up. And you went all Hall and Oates on everybody for a while, <laughs> uh, which is fantastic. Because who doesn't love Hall and Oates? And you guys bounce. Which and, ones? And, which one's Hall and which one's Oates? I don't even know. Who's well, got I'm the better the short mustache? One, so. <laughs> She's the short one. That's true. That is true. Uh huh. It's true. You know, the podcast is going absolutely fantastic. (laughs) We're having the best time. So we've been full time podcasters and chicks on the right people um, full time since the first of February of this year. And it's been an absolute dream come true to be able to to report to no one but each other to have a fantastic team of folks to work with at radio america and to be doing what we love every day with the community we've built it's it's a it's a dream yeah we really have to pinch ourselves it's fantastic i mean radio was so much fun but i'm not saying i shouldn't say but um podcasting is like radio on steroids it's well, just, it's freer, it's, right? Because you could drop f bombs yeah. or whatever. I mean, you know, it's totally. just free. You could talk about things without having somebody go. You know, you shouldn't say that. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Ma can say all the words. She is so <laughs> naughty, and I do so naughty that one. And, and you know, it's funny. We're talking to the chicks on the right. Uh, Mock and Daisy are joining us. They're making fun of radio and how stupid it is. But I tell them it's okay. It pays the bills. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, you know, I, I, like tomorrow we're going to do a thing on my show about alternative media. People always ask me, where do you get your stuff from? I said, you know, there's a few places I go uh, that, I mean, I read all the, you know, New York Times and Washington Post and all that stuff. But I said, as far as real media, when I'm looking for journalism and real ideas, as far as, you know, that are alternative to the talking points of whatever the mainstream wants, I go to things like breaking points. I if you know who you know soccer and crystal yeah. uh, ball are i love them they were at yeah. the hill they're fantastic uh you know matt taibbi i've been a subscriber with matt taibbi and barry weiss and several yeah. others on substack because they're real journalists they're doing, doing they're doing real work and they're pissing everybody off which shows me they're doing the right thing to do and alternative media has come in such a way that it is the dominant media now Mm-hmm, totally. Yeah. They're the ones who are actually doing it. It used to be that, um, you know, well, back in the day when we first started our, our site, God, it was like 14 years ago. Like we would, we didn't see a whole lot of what we see today, which is now there's like what, two, three journalists left. <laughs> there's like literally like a handful of journalists. You, people will call themselves journalists, but they're not really journalists. I mean, they're you either are on one side or you're on the other side. We're pretty blatant. Like, well, we don't call ourselves journalists at all. We're just like, no. we are alternative media. Like, well, we are conservative slanted and everybody has a slant. There are just a select few people out there who are not 
slanted, who are people who are just trying to get the news out. Like you have to really check and double check and triple check everything that you put out there because everybody has an agenda now. Everybody. And it's amazing, actually, to see the people that you just mentioned, Barry Weiss and Matt Taibbi, now that they're reporting on the Twitter files, these are both of them come from more liberal backgrounds. And in fact, Mm -hmm. the, the, the extent to which they're being criticized for being conservatives is insane, given that neither of them would define themselves that way. And it's but that's what's happened is that when you put the truth out there and you're transparent, you're automatically assumed to be conservative. Let that right. sink in. Crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. crazy. So here's something. I would throw this. You know, we're heading towards 2024. And, you know, a, a lot of people are, you know, it's 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 Trump world and stuff. And I, look, I was never a huge fan of Trump. I like the I like a lot of the ideas, but I thought he was his own worst enemy. Uh, and I always thought Trump had a shelf life. He's one of those things where it's like. Kind of like the Sex Pistols, right? You're like, okay, we're going to get an album out of them, and then probably most of them are going to die. And it's going to be a great <laughs> album, but they're going to die. Yeah. And that was kind of the way I looked at him. And, and and you know, now, you know, they've got the latest poll out that, you know, DeSantis is crushing it. And look, if Trump was the rainmaker that a lot of people thought he was going to be, I think it'd be a different story. But I think a lot of people have just gone, you know, I don't want, we've had too many losses, and it's too much about yesterday. We need the freshness of tomorrow going into 2024 because the red the the red wave wasn't a tsunami it wasn't even a wave it wasn't even a trickle it was nothing Mm -hmm. and i i don't think we can we can have that again in in this day and age we got to do something better yeah i think people are ready for young and fresh and new and not people are so sick and tired of doing things the way that we've always done them and so and i think he i hate to say this but he's trump is sort of a representation of he's not really the old guard because he obviously wasn't part of the establishment but i think everybody just wants to throw everything out and start fresh and they don't want the drama They don't want anything of yesterday. They just want a new face. And I think we want to make sure that we attract young people into our party because that's what Democrats do so well, right? So part of that is getting a younger person to run. And DeSantis fits that bill. Chad, I would love to ask you if what you just said is something that you find yourself getting in trouble for, because I have said literally the exact same thing on our show, and you would not believe the criticism that comes from the Trump loyalists who cannot understand that he cannot win when he keeps hemorrhaging support. I'm just wondering well, if you're getting that same kind of, feedback. you know, and I get a bunch of pushback from a cultist and I really don't give a rat's ass. You know, I care about winning. <laughs> yeah. I don't care about the man. He doesn't mean right. anything to me. He's not, he plays no, yeah. no role in my life whatsoever. You had good ideas, good ideas. Great. Take them and have somebody who can actually fulfill some of those ideas. I'll take that. I don't care about your ego and the fact that you lost and you can't get past that move on dot now please because uh, I, I just don't care and you know what yeah, i got pushed yeah. back and at the same time i don't care i look i i'm one of these guys that yeah i lean right because that's where you know logic is and common sense is uh but it doesn't mean that i don't have ideas and you know you know that that are socially liberal in some way compared comparatively but it doesn't matter anymore you guys know this you're on your social media all day it's what you do you could say hi oh it's easy for you you cisgendered white male it's like <laughs> shut up 
Exactly. Yeah. We have a, and we have a long way to go until 2024. I mean, it's, we've seen this before. We've lived through many cycles of this. It, it, DeSantis is awesome. I love everything about the guy. I mean, the, the way that he presents himself, his policies, his record speaks for itself. But there are a lot of other people on our bench, too, that, and, and that we haven't even seen yet that may come out of the woodwork. We don't know. I mean, it's a, there's a lot of stuff that has to happen between now and 2024 that, that still has to percolate. Including DeSantis actually saying whether or not he's going to run. Yeah, (laughs) precisely. So everybody get a grip, you know? Yeah. I think I look over at Brian Kemp and I said, "Mm, if I'm him, I'm not saying no. Right. I mean, there's a lot of people, so many, so many people that still have yet to, to. I mean, think of all the people that we have on our side that the Democrats don't. But they have Mayor Pete. Who may or you know may what? not be feeding. I, lo- <laughs> I love Mayor Pete. I've had him on my show a couple times. He's the oh nicest gosh. guy. And it's funny I'm because sure he's he like, I just call me Mayor Pete. He's just a real down to earth guy. The problem is for him is nobody's gonna nobody's gonna vote for their nephew. <laughs> nephew yeah, I'm sure, their child. I'm sure, I'm sure he's really nice, but I mean he he just has no business running a country. Yeah, because he's 12. Nobody's going to give the guy from Mad Magazine the keys to the country. (laughs) Exactly. We already did that with the guy that's 900 years old. (laughs) Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're not Uh giving it to Kamala Harris because she's so useless and we all know it. Uh, What a most useless. Complete disappointment. Yeah, she's pretty bad. And she just yeah. and she says the same phrases over and over again. And what is what is the kind of graph that she likes, Mock? What is it? The she Venn likes? diagrams. She loves. She loves gosh, she loves those Venn diagrams. Oh, Somebody God, just needs to put her in a room with a bunch of Venn diagrams and call it a day. <laughs> I would rather have Sam Bankman Freed as our president than Kamala Harris. <laughs> God help us all. Everybody would be up there talking about like his wild sex parties. That dude is well, so gross. Know. Did you hear that he so was running gross. that whole enterprise on QuickBooks and Slack? Mm-hmm. They should yeah, do QuickBooks yeah. should do commercials with that. They should run like somebody in their advertising department, their marketing department needs to run and make ads just on that <laughs> alone. It's, it's awesome. I love it. I love it. I love having you guys on. You know, we need to do this more often. I would totally we have would you guys it. on all the time. I would yeah, because would I, quite it. frankly, I get sick and tired of hearing myself and they still <laughs> won't let me play music all day because that was kind of my goal. Like, can we do like 40 minutes nonstop or is that like some there? Like, no, you can't. Oh my God, we love it. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Yeah, uh, it, it, is, it is all day. The, all day. It is the ladies. They're called the chicks on the right and they've joined us. Uh, Amaka Daisy, as always. Hey, if people want to get a hold of you, they want to check out all your stuff, they want to go to your social, what do they do? Chicksontheright.com, where we have a, a link tree, which is pink, of course. It's chicksontheright.com slash links. Look at that. You guys can go do that. And of course, they're endorsing all kinds of crypto. So check them out. <laughs> Chicks on the right. All right, guys, as always, yeah, good talking to you. I appreciate you coming on. Thank, Thank you. you so much. We Merry Christmas. It. Back at you. Oh, we could totally say Merry Christmas and nobody's going to yell at us because it's our show. I love, love that. It. Isn't it fantastic? Love it. So you guys great. are the best. Have a good one. Thanks so much. And let's do this again. We would love, love it. it. Thank you Fantastic. so much. Thank you. you we'll talk to you guys later. And hey, I want to be Bye, on your okay. show so I can say horrible things. Oh my God. We'd love it. We'd love to have you on. Yeah. That'd oh be an God. awesome, awesome be time. Last. Yes. Yeah. You, yeah. you let me know. Cause I'll come on and we'll all get canceled. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love that. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. I'll again. talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Okay. You too. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Twitter, Instagram, all of the other things. This portion of the program is being brought to you by Better Help H-E-L-P. Told you guys about, you know, uh, little things out there in life that, you know, we went through COVID. It, it, it's a struggle that people had with COVID. We've gone through a lot of different things over the last few years, and people are struggling out there, and they're looking for things, looking for things like coping skills. This is my, my stepdaughter needed coping skills, didn't understand a lot of things, struggled. She's on the spectrum. She's trying to find the skills to cope with the things that are going on in her life. Better help us there. And it could be there for you as well. No traffic, no, no waiting around in, 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 inside of a room before they call you in. It's all 100% online. They've helped over 3 million people connect with licensed and vetted therapists. 100% online, totally affordable. Try it right now. Save 10% on your first month. Go to BetterHelp.com slash Benson. That's BetterHelp.com slash Benson. You won't be disappointed. BetterHelp.com slash Benson. We'll wrap it up straight at Chad Benson. Sure. Helen Keller is a Nazi terrorist that is a male. Is that what you're telling me right now? Yes. Are you thinking of Hitler? Vaccines work, but only the Chad Benson Show is 100% effective against stupidity. Do you know what D-Day is? D-Day. In person? A rapper? God, Karen, you are so stupid. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you find your favorite woke-free podcasts. This is the Chad Benson Show. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Little Johnny Mathis there. The holidays are upon us. Excited. Going to finish up our Christmas shopping this week, which also means we're going to start it. (laughs) Oh, geez, you haven't started? Not really. Not really. If you uh, haven't got your Christmas, uh, you know, party started you probably should you know i think you've got a few more days before they say this is it if you don't do it now you're never gonna have anything shipped kind of thing but it's uh, i'm just so pumped with all this need it need it if you're missing the show grab the podcast great having the chicks on the right on uh, again alternative media is 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 crushing everything in its path uh and uh the the old world better figure out what to do adapt or die we say so chad benson show This is the Chad Benson Show.